Welcome to Dinner with Artists, where we take a deep dive into the world of art and creativity one meal at a time. I'm Rose Frederick. And I'm Olive Whitworth. This week, we sat down and had a conversation with four of my favorite women on collaboration. Uh, we talked to Amy Loggison, Stephanie Hartshorn, Jill Sokup, and Sophie Brown. Okay, Olive, the, like, I think there were so many aha moments in mm-hmm. here listening to these just incredible, well-established, intelligent, so talented women, uh, artists. Uh, So what was the thing that really stood out the most to you? Oh my God. I mean, like you said, so much stood out from this talk. But one thing that I just loved hearing about was how they all went to this space, this land, this abandoned place, and they all felt this immediate connection to it and how the land almost spoke to them between revealing lost objects from a hundred years ago that the sand would be blown away in the wind but it was almost like it was meant to be yeah yeah that was really surprising and they just seemed so open for magic yeah yeah you know what was so surprising to me was how as we talked Uh, Stephanie Hartshorn revealed Mm -hmm. that she had a lot of concerns about that she didn't belong there. She had admired these three women for so long, and she had that imposter syndrome thing going on. (laughs) You know, and it was just amazing because then I stopped and and asked the other three, does this surprise you? And they they were flabbergasted. So shocked. Yeah. Okay, so this time, the meal is one of my favorites, potluck. (laughs) (laughs) Never know what you're going to get. No, you don't, but everything was amazing. And I have to tell you, we are definitely getting that recipe from Sophie Brown. What was that? It was like this quiche upside down pie thing. It was, I I was so good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I just meant to have like a little sliver because there was so much food and I just... I wiped that thing out when you all left. I've had one myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, without further ado, here we go. Enjoy. Oh, welcome to episode one of Dinner with Artists. Um, This is being recorded in the lovely Kwangdo, which is Kwang Ho's condo overlooking Cheeseman Park in Denver, Colorado. And I am here with dear friends um, and uh, to talk about art, but we're gonna be talking about collaboration. So this is just the perfect night. Um, Dinner with artists, I like to say, is one of those fabulous dinner parties where the food and the wine and the conversation and of course the art creates this whole experience that just lives in your body and your mind and so tonight I have four of my favorite women artists and that's saying a lot I know a lot of great women artists so Amy Loggison is here Stephanie Hartshorn is here Jill Sokup is here and Sophie Brown um ladies thank you thank you for coming Thanks, Rose. <laughs> First voice. Taekwondo. Yeah. Great to be here. <laughs> so um, 
we're going to talk about collaboration tonight. And uh, as I was telling you all before we, we started, I really want these talks, these dinner with artists, to be about kind of a bigger subject. Um, and so this first one is a natural fit for collaboration. Um, and we're going to dive into that because the four of you have become quite the collaborators. Um, but I want to start off with something. I, I've been listening to a new book by uh, Rick Rubin, who is a music producer. The book is The Creative Act, A Way of Being. And he tells a story in there. Of, it's under the, the chapter called Non-Competition, in that this isn't about competition. It's not about trying to do something better than another artist. That's um, really just a terrible um, uh, form to go after, right? It's, it's never going to get you where you want to be. Um, it's, so it's not competition. And he talked about um, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. He heard um, the Beatles album, uh, Rubber Soul. And when he listened to it, he was blown away. And he said, if I could do anything as good as that, I'll have succeeded. Mm. Um, and he immediately went to work on the song God Only Knows. And then the album Pet Sounds came out after that. The Beatles, across the pond, heard Pet Sounds. Mm. Paul McCartney heard God Only Knows and declared it the best song ever written. And the Beatles were so inspired by it, they played it over and over again while they were making Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. George Martin said that Sgt. Pepper never would have happened without Pet Sounds. And so here are these musicians, not in the same studio together, but collaborating in a sense, not trying to one-up each other, but because somebody did something really great and amazing, that inspired them to push their own boundaries and move beyond what was already happening into different realms, which I think we could say easily both those bands did, mm -hmm. right? Um, so you four um, have met over the years and gotten to know each other. And then you kind of spontaneously gathered at a ranch in Southern Colorado and started working together. How did that happen? Sophie, I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, it, uh, it happened around a place, actually. Jill had said to us, you have to go and see this old homestead uh, because it's an amazing place and we all went out to see it and it's a place that has such an individual um, sort of spirit about it and it spoke to all of us in such a way that um, it, it just sort of led on from talking about the place and, and the, the very particular characteristic of this of, of this old homestead and you know you talk and you have ideas and they bounce around and other people have ideas and 
and we just decided to try and do something together. And it's great because we make things that I don't think any of us would make by ourselves. We are like, um, we make things that surprise us. Really? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That it's not like any of our work. It's, it's something totally different. And I think it comes very directly from the feeling of this place. Jill, so the, this is ranch lands, right? And we're talking about Chico Basin, is that? <laughs> uh, no, actually, it's Zapata Ranch. Oh, Zapata, yeah. yeah. And so had you been going there? Like, how did you all, you all went to a ranch lands gathering? How did this come together? Mm. So ranch lands sponsors a artist gathering every year. Mm-hmm. And then part of the, the agreement is you come and you hang out in the ranch and you can explore and do whatever you want and then in the fall you'd have a show where you'd um, have some work that was produced because of the ranch and um, uh, I you know I think actually I had been going there since 2003 um, 2007 with Zapata but 2003 with Chico and um, I think it was actually the course show um, that was really the kind of the connector because we all knew each other through that and Tess, the person who organizes the artist gatherings. And that's always, Tess Leach at yeah. Ranch House. She, is she the, like the manager of the, she really has a passion for the artists. So she's the one who gathers the artists at Ranchlands. Yes. At Zapata Ranch. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, you know, um, I think she had been to the course show and um, just introductions were made um, between all of us and so eventually all of us were going to the ranch lands ga- artist gatherings together wow and so all right stephanie you started going down to ranch lands too and i think it's interesting sophie what you were saying and i'm curious because steph you and i talked about there's sort of a spirit in this land and yeah the abandoned buildings and Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about that. Sure. Um, there's two parts to the ranch. So there's the Zapata side and then there's this Medno side. And the Medno has, um, from what I've experienced, about three different areas that have been homesteaded and built up in different ways. And um, so going there and spending time, you're already immersed in this visual of a lot of time has passed. And you see the history and you see the buildings that are eroding before your eyes um, but still standing so the stories in there are very it's it's enticing to be around well it is for me <laughs> um, and it is for these guys and it and, and so um, yeah we all I think in, individually we have experienced that solo have gone and wandered these spots and then we had our way of coming together out there and it just took off it was really a spark so um anyway so okay so this is this is um a question i i have for all of you because independently you all have very distinct artwork styles um and i know one work from the other and i and most people do right like what you are focused on what you see how you see it how it translates either amy into your sculptures or um, the rest of you into onto a canvas, right? Um, and and so 
when you go to a gathering, and there are all kinds of these gatherings, right? That there's paint outs and, but to actually get together and collaborate on something, it's not necessarily encouraged, right? It's really just never been talked about. Uh, I, it's never come up until, until it came up for us. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, and again, that was that collective moment. Um, we happened to be down there. Were we down there for and, a gathering? And it was Jill it was a, that you invited your th before a gathering, because last year was my first time to Zapata Ranch. And yeah. having just moved to the San Luis Valley, which is pretty special to, so this is my neighborhood now mm -hmm. and trying to find connection to a place. Mm -hmm. And Jill, you invited us all, I guess you three have already been there for a few years, right. right? I think you just, you just and said, we're hey, going down. Should right. we, yeah. hey, so should we go to, <laughs> yes. Hey, should let's just, go down, let's do right. this. Let's have a outside of the artist gathering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I Amy, think you just got a wild hair. It yeah. was off season, which is a special treat because yeah. you really have the ranch to yourself. Not mm -hmm. that it's that crowded when they have their seasonal guests, but there's just mm -hmm. something special to you about knowing that you're kind of secluded in this area together. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's this thing about supporting each other. And, and I think, you know, before the whole collaboration idea came up, I've, I've always believed that, especially women in the art world, um, you know, Ninth Street artists, uh, that book about the women of Ninth Street in, in, you know, New York and how they supported the men all were the ones up in front, you know. Um, but the women were really the stitched it together, right? And, and so the four of you and a number of other artists that you know, we've all um, become close friends with through the years. Um, you're all very supportive of each other, but independent. And so let's talk about, like you're in the off season, you're at this beautiful ranch and all, by off season, winter, right? Is um, it winter? Spring. I think it was early or spring. 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 About so, this time? Yeah. Kind of about this season. time, about this time, so. Probably. Any yeah. weather system goes there. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Amy, okay. So Amy, yeah. you all get together. And now that, you know, now that you and your husband are living down in that area, you're getting really used to it. And, but you come together. How did this collaboration kind of start? Well, and I think it was like Sophie, you said about going out touring the site. And, and us all resonating with it at a really profound level that mm -hmm. I don't think we could really explain. And so the just the synergy between the four of us starting to percolate of going, ooh, what if we did this? When can we do this? What, da, 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 da. Let's, what if we made a bison? What if we made a horse? What if we made a, right? Stephanie. I'm like trying not to butt in. I got you guys. I'm, look at the cool. <laughs> Stephanie, oh, what? Go ahead. Go, go. <laughs> well, I'm remembering a memory where we, we were sitting around on the couches in the evening and we were talking and Sophie, you had found some wire. Mm -hmm. There was just things like we all yeah. ended up <laughs> and we have a nickname that I'll tell you about in a moment, but we all kind of um, over time had these little pieces and parts that we 
found and we were like, isn't this cool? But I remember specifically talking to, you know, Sophie was sharing about some wire and she had this um, weathered wood and she was, just as we're talking, starting to kind of bend it and do this stuff, make this horse. And, and I think that is where this idea of, oh my gosh, you know, just doing something outside of our box. And, um, and yeah, one thing led to another is we sort of would reveal like, I found this. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> you know, this rusted piece of randomness and all, you know, anyway. Yeah. And that's so perfect because I was thinking my memory of us coming together was actually walking around the property and each of us, we'd find like a belt buckle or um, a piece of wallpaper that had a date on it or a, or a, it was that art, something about oil paints. And it was like, you had to use mm -hmm. newspaper for the wallpaper and little things like that or um you know companies would stamp their date on little metal pieces and um I mean, it was just endless and we just one after another we would find something hey look at this hey look at that and so i think that for me that's my memory too as well mm -hmm. that that's kind of why we just started like yeah feeding off of each other we were just we would just disappear in the site you know kind of just disperse hours you know and we'd come back you know sort sort of surface again so yeah. We were kind of like <laughs> gleaners, sort of, <laughs> you know, right. out the bits after the harvest was done. And it was in the places like that, it's, it's, um, it's sort of scattered with these remnants of um, a past that was, you know, it was clearly inhabited. And the moonshiners had their, had their old spill there. And yeah. there's railroad carts and there's all sorts of pieces lying around. and and. It's, it was so, things, things that you recognize sort of now and you, and be, you know, but also things that are so in the past, it was the past was tapping you on the shoulder and, mm -hmm. and then on the other end, extinction, it, it, it's beckoning, you know, it's like a, mm -hmm. it was like a whole, it's a very potent place and, and it yeah. struck us all. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, when we started talking about making things, none of us bought the thing, you know, necessarily bought with us our own particular perspective because the perspective was very, you know, was about the site and about the characteristic of the site. So we, it was liberating. You drop everything, you just drop everything, and you suddenly have four brains. Fantastic. <laughs> so when you guys, okay, so you're, <laughs> I'm not sure that's better. <laughs> um, so, okay, so, so, so let me get the picture. You're all out there and, and you're kind of tromping around and I'm guessing sort of looking for subject matter for your own work. I don't think so. Mm -mm. No, it was just this fascination <laughs> with this place. Maybe that's why the collaboration is so successful is because it's it, it's about that place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's that freedom to do things that we don't do normally. It's just to so be Jill, pure. Jill, did you say, hey, come down, let's collaborate? No, it no, was right? come look at this place. Yeah. You're going to um, love it. And okay. then that was it. Like, you're going to love it. You're going to do your own mm -hmm. thing with it or just mm -hmm. enjoy it. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're all looking at this place and you're all getting a feel for it. 
how did the actual let's work on something together, how did that actually, Sophie? Sophie. The, Sophie's the ringleader. <laughs> She's totally <laughs> the ringleader. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Behind I, I've already heard, Sophie, that you're the ringleader. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what happened? I don't, I don't know. We were just talking about how to, how one would, you know, what the place gives you a feeling. And we were all talking about, I don't know, how, how did it happen? I, yeah, I think chill. part of it is we weren't sure how much longer we would have access to it. Did we know at that no, point? Or maybe it was shortly thereafter. We didn't. Thereafter. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Steph bringing up the memories. No. Um, <laughs> I remember, you know how all of us do this throughout our lives. You know, somebody says, hey, we should do this thing. And we all go, yeah, we should do this thing. And everybody just kind of walks away from it. And it might happen. Yeah, probably doesn't. Good intentions. That happened with us. Like, wouldn't it be cool if, and that would be great. And we were all nodding our heads, really, really wanting to do it. And Sophie said, okay, when? How about, <laughs> and Sophie just oh. like right away said, how about, and I might've even said, how about in a month? Or I don't know if she got that specific, but it was great. And we all kind of were on the spot of you in or out. Oh, and I loved that moment because it was, you know, those good intentions of, oh, if only I had time to do this thing. And as artists, I think we're always wishing we could step outside of what we do, mm -hmm. even though we love what we do. That's why we don't step out. And um, this was a moment of do it. Are you going to do it? Yeah, we're going to do it. Oh my God, we're going to do it. So here we are. And every time we meet and talk about the next date, I think it still feels like that somehow, but we carry on because it's really exciting and it is different and it's giving us a whole new vehicle to explore. Vehicle. So, uh, okay. So Amy, you guys are making a sculpture, right? A uh, found something working with found objects, right? And so I want to talk about that, but Amy Lagason is the only 3D artist. Like, okay, Stephanie, your architectural backgrounds, yep. mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. Jill uh, has uh, early, early on, you work for the Museum of Nature and Science, right? Um, working on their displays and... It was graphic design, graphic, mostly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Graphic design, so thinking in that three-dimensional or how this is going to be displayed? No, not for me. I was in the uh, graphic design, so it's all print material. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But I worked with space designers, but I, I had no experience with that. So that's, it's a good example of our different disciplines coming together. And that played, that was part of the beauty of this mm -hmm. um, sculpture that came together. Is yeah. each, we each brought our unique um, knowledge or mm -hmm. skills to the the table and then Sophie you know from your background and I wonder if you you know you were talking a little bit about when you were in college in London and and studying and the experience in the studio experience you were kind of turned loose weren't you to create um yeah but that was that was a long time ago but it I um yeah, I, I, it was. It's really nice to be working with with these three because we all we all bring something. Yeah, and um, 
I wonder, I, I, um, you know what? Okay, here's what I'm wondering. Is there, to me it seems like turned loose is kind of the phrase. You're sort of turned loose on this property. And um, you're not bound by your galleries saying, excuse me, what are you doing? I cannot sell that, right? It, there's mm -hmm. no, there's no commerce involved. There's no, you know, and so it's almost like those days of it, in, that, in that respect, mm -hmm. it is very freeing. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> so we, we've thought of all sorts of things that I don't think any of us would have thought of, you know, doing. We've we made flat lays. We've made collections. Right. Mm -hmm. We mentioned, you know, the 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 bison we made, yeah. which you could not do with two hands. You needed how many have you got? <laughs> 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 you needed a lot of hands. Yeah. Um, uh, that, because it was all fan materials and mm -hmm. it's still out there on the site. Um, so, and it's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's like rooted to the ground. Mm -hmm. So it's, it has no commercial, you know, we weren't thinking about that. We were thinking about exploring different ways <coughs> of, of doing things. Um, we've talked about a glass mosaic just because mm -hmm. it used to be a moonshiner's cabin. There's loads of broken glass that's turned into lots of, beautiful different colors because of the minerals in the ground mm. and um it's like amy how would we do this <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> right. amy, how do we do well, this <laughs> and i think part there's such a i'm going to add that uh, such a wonderful sense of play i think being set loose and not having these restrictions but this play this opportunity yeah. to play and when have we done that recently as artists because we have so many commitments and that sort of thing. So there's that freeing and that opportunity. And then I think we also were deciding, okay, so, so how do we do this and how do we work with, okay, we could come up with all kinds of ways of doing this, but how can we do it using what we have? Coming in with very little, right? to make things happen. Okay, we did add some wire and we had brought tools to cut and we, um, a couple screws to hold up the bison and various things, but we really, right, three, three screws <laughs> right. to hold up the bison. Oh, but really trying to work with what's there, which is a fun challenge as well. And I think, and trying to let go of, cause I think all of us, how we've advanced in our careers, we have, so many ways and so many restrictions that we put on us and how it has to be our whatever all these parameters mm -hmm. and to not have that is wonderful right and amy, yeah, yeah and amy i think also i think that's when time started playing into right. the mm -hmm. equation because at that point we knew that we might not be able to go out to that location again so that became part of a theme i think for us too not only um because we were limited in time but also time in terms of the past and the history of this particular place so that became sort of a tying theme for us all yeah. of us wait say say a little bit more jill about that like, why did you think you wouldn't be able to go back uh just management changes and um the ranch uh leased the land from the nature conservancy and uh, just some changes were going on i'm not i don't know the particulars about it but um just that the Zapata Ranch was not going to have easy access to it anymore. And 
I think at that time they had announced that the bison herd there as well was gradually gradually going to be um, taken off of the property. Oh. And bison was a big part of it. And I, mm-hmm. that's, I think that's part of the reason why we chose to do a bison sculpture. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I was going to ask each of you what your role is, but I think I'm going to do it differently. <laughs> <laughs> I know my role <laughs> so far. Jill, what's Sophie's role in this? Oh, 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 oh my God, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is my personal, I think I'll probably you all would agree too, but she definitely is the um, the glue. She's the one that's keeping us committed. She's the, um, what's the word we used before? Um, the ringleader. Ringleader, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's definitely a ringleader. And I, I personally think that she's, she's the most creative in terms of what our projects are. I think all the projects that we've actually started um, really were your ideas. And we would play in and feed off of it and contribute to it and it would expand but she's she has like a hundred ideas and things that she wants to do so many i think we're often we're kind of like looking at each other well these are all great ideas we have to pick something (laughs) (laughs) we can't do them all although we have started like about five different different projects but the bison i think because of time because we knew we, we may not get to go back to the property um, because the bison aren't going to be there for much longer, um, just kind of came together. This is what we're going to do. We're going to go out tomorrow. We're going to spend the day and we're going to make a bison sculpture. It had beautiful flow, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It, yeah. I mean, we worked together like, oh, you know, I have like a great story. <laughs> <laughs> Jill. Tell us the story, okay, Jill. So, <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> well, that, I, that's exactly it. Like the flow, it was like so seamless and it almost felt surreal because um, Sophie would find a piece of wood that looked like a, the joint of the back leg. And then I think, Amy, you found um, the shape of metal that was the perfect size of a ear for our sculpture of a bison and you found all the like little triangular pieces of metal and hung them underneath for the chin for the fur underneath the chin and then at the very end i found a cow tag that they put in the ears and there happened to be a hole in that ear piece that amy found and that cow tag fit perfectly in that so i mean that's just an example but the whole sculpture came together with that kind of ease and flow like each of us would find something. Well, I think this would go good here or this there. And like within, we did it like in told maybe six hours. Really? And it yeah. came together. Yeah. It just like it seamlessly. Was, it, it was very odd because yeah. we'd, get, we'd be hauling these <laughs> big bits of it rusty. It was very odd. <laughs> <laughs> and like putting it up there and wow. saying, how does it look here? <laughs> and, it was like the best and stand back and, and and then it would just stay there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i mean that was odd wasn't it that yeah. happens a lot yeah it's like oh, okay like the, <laughs> wow. the puzzle the puzzle piece that just click yeah. there it is okay. yes yeah. i mean it, it, literally i mean everything we everything is stuck together with fencing and um mm-hmm. wire and just bending it round and so y'all are up to date on your tetanus. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I just got my, no made doubt. sure. No doubt. Well, and one of the 
the site, everything, the fencing, the corrals that was left behind was all wired together. So oh. there's that beautiful connection too of what we were doing and binding this sculpture together, sort of honoring or excited about, you know, how they really bound things together and it was still standing. Some of it's starting mm -hmm. to go, but yeah, all bale wild, wired together, right? Yeah. And so, the resourcefulness of the materials that they would need to use because they couldn't just go and grab what they, so they would make do with what they had. Um, one of the examples was the way the, um, God, how do I explain this? The, the ends of the cans that they used oh, to hold yeah. the siding on or inside the building. Um, that's how they would hold all that in there. And it, it was the same thing for us of how are we going to make a bison and, you know, the most random materials, all from a building. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, yeah. So the, the tin can tops mm -hmm. that were then holding the um, roofing down mm -hmm. and the tin can tops that are rusted, nailed as a washer so that the, it oh, wouldn't yeah. pull through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then there was cardboard, layers Carb and layers of cardboard. For insulation and, and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. that's, so these, old tin can tops served as a washer right. to then hold things together. Mm -hmm. right? And we would photograph, we'd photograph so much stuff. And I think another part of our connection was realizing how similar what we were gravitating to, mm -hmm. what was inspiring us on that site were very similar. Mm -hmm. All our photographs were sort wow. of capturing sort of the same image. Right. Yeah. So it, so when you were initially saying inspired by the land and the people who had been there, I was like, yeah, OK, sure. But that it makes even more sense when you talk about how resourceful yes. you were, you know, and I think about being out on some of that really flat land without my Patagonia on, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and my Ugg boots and yeah, that's a harder life, right? Mm -hmm. and, right. and the San Luis Valley is pretty harsh. Yeah. I mean, there's extremes in that valley. Yeah. And so those living, it's right by the great sand dunes. And so you've got the sand that's blowing mm -hmm. in that area too. So it's, mm -hmm. yeah. So Amy, okay. Um, what's Stephanie's role in all of this? <laughs> Amy I can't Lagesen. wait to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely your role in architecture and having that sense of design in that. There's also just, there's also something more um, where it's deeper. There's a, there's a joy, there's a, there's a deep energy connection. Okay, we are in the San Luis Valley. So there's also <laughs> this, um, this beautiful energy that Stephanie gives to this project and to the group of us um, that maybe is hard to define with words. Mm -hmm. There's more of a soul being able to and the soul listen, soul connection and <laughs> soul listen connection. to each of us and sort of help us. I was going to describe, so, self-describe so, myself as the and, stick gatherer. The, and the stick gatherer. I'm a really good stick yes. gatherer and wire wrapper. Yes. Because yes. these guys are doing animals. Hello. I like buildings. 
<laughs> I'm like, oh my God, we're doing a bison. I, okay, great. These guys can see things I cannot see. So I just look for things they describe. But your painting and all, yeah. all three of your paintings are very sculptural mm -hmm. in how you apply paint. So yep. you also have a very sculptural sense I ability love texture. Yep. Mm -hmm. to, to what you do. Thank and you. so, yeah. Amy, as a sculptor working in 3D media, do you think as well, like in terms structurally, something being structurally sound, I think the two of you, that was a huge contribution because mm -hmm. yeah. Sophie, well, and you're a painter, but you have that architectural mm -hmm. background, but Sophie and I, well, you had stage experience, so you have 3D experience, that but- my last collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, mm -hmm. But for the structural part mm -hmm. of it, for yeah. it to actually stand and hold itself, I think- Yeah, that's true. It's really yeah. valuable. Uh -huh. yeah. Well, so, Jill, what does Amy? Wait, I already, I already went. I get to go oh. again? No, you don't get to go again. <laughs> Sophie, have you gone? <laughs> Sophie, what does Amy bring? <laughs> I just got wrapped up in that. <laughs> go, Soph. <laughs> oh, Amy. Oh, Amy. <laughs> Amy. Join our Patreon community for an exclusive experience with Dinner with Artists. Unlock bonus content, access mouth-watering recipes from the live show, and enjoy ad-free episodes. Dive deeper into the world of art and indulge in the perks of being a patron. Elevate your podcast experience and join us on patreon.com slash dinner with artists today. What, and yeah. explain a the flat, flat lay. lay. Explain yeah. a flat lay. Yes. I got so excited about flat lays at some point in my life. So um, it's really just a collection of objects, and you lay them out on a flat surface. But the arrangement is what mm. makes them so beautiful. And I fell in love with flat lay. I didn't know flat lay was a thing. Um, but I fell in love with this idea of I love puzzles. I love that kind of mechanical idea, negative and positive space. Mm -hmm. And so when you lay these things, you can just arrange them and suddenly you're looking at this negative and positive space. Um, but there's texture, there's all sorts of things. And as we would accumulate this never ending source <laughs> of, ooh, look at that. Um, we, we started to lay them down on this huge piece of paper. And mm. that was amazing to do as a group. Um, a big hoop of wire that was rusted and then um, a, an old crushed can and pieces of glass and I mean it goes on and on but how we would position them and move them again and, and we would take photos of that and its evolution of everything mm -hmm. building and then I think we went to mm -hmm. where we started to remove everything back down. That was just yeah. Like 
Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, yeah. but that's because part of the, the whole collaboration. Place is like yeah. All about time and yeah. wind mm -hmm. and weather and sand taking back things and mm -hmm. you know time passing and it's moving. Yes, and we took them away one by one until there was just like a piece of wire yeah. with a bison uh, vertebrae on it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> But the goal is to have, um, we took digitals of them and mm -hmm. to do a composite a video so that they kind of somehow morph together. So it'll be video, yeah, basically, right. is one of our projects. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and I don't, so it's like, this, it's the whole, but then each individual piece gets its individual moment, which that's what's so cool about flat lay. It's, uh -huh. it's the whole piece, but each individual, you know. I just said it, but this, yeah. they're set off. And so you see the beauty of each one. And we were celebrating that. But, mm -hmm. And then it almost became like a collage, but a three-dimensional collage. It's so yeah. exciting to see how yeah. you know, we all responded differently to, to taking things away. Like, mm -hmm. And putting them there. You need something around the ass. Structure with it. Yeah. So, OK. Um, Oh, so many questions in my head. But these kinds of things, like creating a video then mm -hmm. as a collaboration is, I think, completely outside of, it's not what you would normally say my art is creating videos, right? Um, it's all completely outside, I think, right? Mm -hmm. For me, at mm -hmm. least, it's all completely outside of what I would do by myself, which is why it's so, <laughs> Yeah, it's fascinating mm -hmm. because it, it, we make things that we wouldn't by ourselves. Yeah. And, and, and as you say, it's got, it's got no ambition, it's got nowhere to go, mm -hmm. but it is fun mm -hmm. and it's, um, it's wonderful to you know, have a peek in, inside these ladies' brilliant <laughs> Admittedly, <laughs> um, I, I, my I think um, strength and weakness at the same time is like I always felt like we had to have some sort of purpose <laughs> oh, in part because I felt like the ranch is allowing us to come here we need to give back at some capacity they're gonna like what are we doing out there <laughs> and so I always felt like there I was kept I like I kept asking well, okay we need a plan we need a plan we need a structure you know how are we gonna present this to someone but it was great, it was so liberating for me to have like, well, yes, there's that component and the ranch hands is so generous with us, allowing us to be there. I don't really think they care what we do with it, but I just felt this obligation back kind of that structure of being an artist, you know, that's part of it, right? You create, but you also have to produce something for something. So for me, I think part of it was, we did have to have um, some sort of plan or um, goal with all of this stuff mm -hmm. and um, but at the same time she uh, the whole project was allowing me not to do that so I was trying to do that wow but okay it was, like helping me not do that <laughs> but we, we do talk about what we might do like for example I think Seth you and I both make it was one really windy day really really windy and um, you know all the loosened corrugated tin roofs were banging around and the wind was whistling through the kitchen and 
you know, I mean, there's, uh, and we did made recordings. Yeah. So we, uh, when we think, well, we have this playing in the background. <laughs> you know, I mean, we do think about, you know, catch various things. All the senses, I think we're, that's what's exciting for us, is is there a way we can catch almost all the senses? Maybe taste won't come in, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, sure, I think we should do, you know, the, the animal pen that's like all sliding off. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we're coming with you. Um, Stephanie, what's Jill's role? I know, I'm like, oh, what is it? So I, I love this. The first word that came to mind was harmony. So Jill has this part of, she has this structure, but she has this beautiful harmony of um, taking these different ideas and sitting back and looking and, and um, responding. So when, what I often do, because I'm the stick-gatherer, <laughs> is I watch these two, well, mostly I watch these two at times talk. Jill and about, Sophie sorry, talk, you mean? Yeah, wait, so that works. Jill will have these moments of collaboration, and then Sophie and Amy will have these moments, and they're talking about anatomy. And I, <laughs> I just watch because I don't know it, but it's so cool how all that plays out. Um, and yeah, anyway, I want to go back to harmony is what I think of with Jill. So a beautiful sensitivity to everything, a deep heart with um, the world and, um, and all of us. And then um, a real, there's a lot of clarity with you too. And so when you say, oh, I kind of want this purpose and all this, I think that's good for us. It yeah. helps pull, kind of pull us in and say, yeah, we could go in eight directions all day long. <laughs> yeah. Somebody has to help us, you know, go somewhere. Or your enthusiasm for our second sculpture of, oh my gosh, you guys, I want to make a horse. I want to do a horse. So that has begun. And anyway, there's a lot of joy in, in what you bring as well. So. Yeah, Amy, what and Jill to you bringing us together initially. Yeah. yeah. Huge. So the, the first thread and also being the communicator with Ranchlands, mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah. been a huge role to give us permission to do what we're doing. Because, you know, you have developed your own relationship w with them. And then you've also invited us to, I know Sophie and Stephanie, you have been there going there too, but you've been the one you've been sort of the one communicating to them what we're doing so we're not all four of us bombarding them yeah, you have the and that's history there yeah um absolutely yeah. and that's been and then your your sophie's knowledge of anatomy <laughs> amazing <laughs> so jill you you um hit on something that i want to ask everybody about um how you really had to have a purpose what's our purpose what's our purpose and and um, and to me, I see, like, I love your answers to what each other's role is um, because it's, it was kind of an esoteric thing. It, you know, it wasn't, well, Sophie's got a pickup, you know, truck. And, uh, you know, it was, was really... part of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big else. suburban. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that, I think there are transformative things that happen inside of us too during collaborations. And I think, you know, like a marriage is a collaboration. And when it works well, 
um, and you can communicate well with each other. And I talk like I have this good experience and I don't, but I know the opposite of it. Um, I think that when you can collaborate in a relationship, you know, you can see and hear and feel your own um, little frustrations or those voices that are saying, we got to have a purpose or we got to hurry up or this has to be good. This isn't good. This isn't perfect. This isn't, you know, and, and then face those things, I think. Um, and I'm wondering if you would each kind of talk about a realization that came to you over the course of this. Sophia? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it definitely, for me personally, well, here's an example. Jill said, okay, I'm going to do a time lapse. I am very camera shy. I'm very, you know, shy. Um, don't do a time lapse. <laughs> but, but, I mean, all those things. And then it ends up being the thing I love the most is Jill's time lapse of, of us making a giant bison very quickly. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it made me realize, you know, the things in me that are, why am I, you know, why am I like that? Yeah. And, um, which is great, which is great. I mean, there's a, um, I think, When you diffuse, you, you, you sort of diffuse yourself in a bigger group. You see where you are not. I'm personally, I see where I'm not doing myself any favors because I see how other people are doing so much better. What do you mean by? Well, like, like you know, not um, like you do things for the group, like okay, yay, time lapse. <laughs> 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 <And> you realise <laughs> that that particular example, you know, just made me think. You know, why am I? Why am I like this? I could be much better to be like this. <laughs> I, need, I need some of that in my life. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, is that good? No, no, awesome. that's, no, that, <laughs> right yeah, Jill. What? Mine was, well, we've already been talking about it. Like, we have to have a goal. We have to have a purpose. I have to have things lined up. I have to have, you know, an outline. And um, and I wasn't really allowed to do that. Not, and that's not the right word. Then same, I had the same experience about reflection about myself, about why do I have this need to like, you know, have this structure. I think that's the word I kept using. We have to have more structure. We have to have more structure. And but the, the dynamics and the way it was flowing, there was no structure. So it completely put me in this place of absolutely no structure and how um, uncomfortable I was with that. And I, I like the, that whole time we were there built doing the bison, I kept, I was reflecting very heavily on that. Like, why is this so important to me? And but the realization of 
not having that structure with these lovely ladies and this project was so incredibly liberating and I think it really impacted I work back alone at home at the studio yeah. that liberation of freedom yeah it, it, so I want to talk about how all of this but I want to hear from Stephanie and Amy, but I do want to talk about how this has impacted your solo work back in the studio. So, so Steph or Amy, which one of you wants to jump in? <laughs> Stephanie. Like oh yeah. Um, Is this microphone for me? Well, it's, it's, it's so it's so great listening to Sophie talk about this and and Jill because um, clearly, yeah, we've all been um, entertaining our demons in our uh, whatever you want to call them just our our pieces and parts that are unsure and um feeling a little unsteady when we work solo right we've been we've been liberated of all that input so now it's just us and we have control of what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and the time and all that kind of stuff and when in that group we surrender that we're asked to surrender it and we chose to surrender it um and for me these guys like let's do a bison okay okay <laughs> um sure right okay and and i thought well this is great we'll just kind of start on it and and the immersion so these three could talk about animal anatomies and animals 24 7 nonstop, and it's beautiful and i'll find these moments of i don't know what i have to contribute here because i don't have that language so I've had to dig deeper for myself and say, all right, where, what is my voice? We talked about that one of the last times of what part of my voice fits here and, and can feel at home here. And man, I was all over the board for the longest time. So that's where I embrace things like, I'm a stick gatherer. <laughs> <laughs> I can pick up sticks. But, but in that, I discover the contribution and it becomes more than just, okay, I'm going to go get some sticks because I'm feeling sorry for myself, but I found some great sticks, you guys. And then <laughs> one fits beautifully and it's like, Oh, and then my contribution feels as amazing as when I witnessed these guys do it. So, um, I love that I've had to let go of things and, um, what things would you say you've let go <laughs> no, of those vague things? Yeah. Um, well, it's asking me to, as much as I've felt open, I've seen how I've been closed and that's been surprising to me of, and that's come from, that's out of probably fear of what are they going to think? And am I going to be judged? These, the, these judgy things, mm -hmm. um, and doubt of my ability because I've admired these three and their work for so long. Well, I'm like, oh my God okay, yeah, I get to be run along, but um, I don't want to feel um, um, separate from all of that. So I could see at times I, my thoughts were wanting to separate me. So anyway, I, I don't know if this is going to be a good thread here because <laughs> I start to spin out, but um, being in discomfort and then finding center has been really huge for me. Mm. Um, and then it isn't about like, you know, we, that word competition, there is no competition here. The true collaboration comes from really being centered and understanding that all of our voices are really beautiful together, really beautiful together. And 
it's not necessary for me to downplay mine and I don't know it's 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 been really incredible to to be with these you know Amy I want to hear yours but I'm curious um Amy Jill and Sophie does that surprise you what Stephanie said yeah totally I was just gonna say I I never even thought twice about it. I mean I know she paints structural things but the way it came together I didn't I felt like you knew just as much about anatomy or what was the right piece for whatever just as much as any of us did without any yeah you know experience I think it was them. allowing myself like instead of keeping myself in my own box you know I didn't even realize I was doing that it was mm -hmm. just stop get quiet and know that I you know we're all creatives so I love puzzles I love how things go together I always have and it's like that's all it is that's what anatomy is it's a structure and mm -hmm. you can see the form of it and once I could release from this isn't a building that I'm so familiar with it was over time I started to see I would see these spots and I thought oh I can feel I can see how that could be beautifully rounded out and that was liberating yeah um, yeah so you get to get out of your self and all the things that you believe about yourself mm -hmm. or didn't even realize didn't even realize yeah you know didn't realize the box yeah amy how about you well stephanie you said took the words right out of my mouth because i have admired you three women artists amazing artists for years and so then to be able to collaborate together was just like oh my goodness okay oh i better up my game oh the nerves like am i am i good enough oh man and then totally you know i mean so there's that oh man they're inviting me to play <laughs> so, so that's it it's the, all the playground right? it's, it's always the playground, the playground isn't it yeah. <laughs> it's right back to elementary school I know, see? and then it's a sculpture piece and like oh my goodness okay okay it better stand up because this is my medium okay i better do i know oh we got to get the well oh, we don't have a welder oh we don't have this oh we don't have that oh so then that pressure on myself going oh this is m what i do i better i better show up to make sure that i can support you know what's being created in that structural way so um so yeah so and I think, yeah, you just, but there's uh, the beauty of this collaboration and working with the three of you and letting go. I mean, and I talk about this with my ceramics so I can bring this or working with horses in general. If you come in with a, oh, it's going to be this way and everybody's a leader and everything, you're not going to get anywhere and things like in ceramics if you push it that way it'll blow up in the kiln with horses they're not gonna they're like what what do you want to do and so and i feel that working with the three of you that there's this really beautiful give and take and just like the pieces that we found coming together to create something it's also sort of wherever there was something that we were questioning or missing or whatever one of us were able to sort of like, I got this, I got mm -hmm. this, ooh, I got this. Oh, what if, and then together we got this. Mm -hmm. 
and there was that just beautiful grace in the collaboration that happened and I think like we um, connected to that site and this can get pretty woo-woo right and and those that live there right and those tapping us on the shoulder mm -hmm. felt like they were with us too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. going ooh, try this piece try that and there's that something magical in that too working on the site creating something and so allowing that letting getting out of your head and allowing it to flow i think was that ongoing practice throughout for me of like okay breathe okay and then and dropping our guard or whatever we brought to the table originally and just that's when it all flowed and it's came like together right it's like it's like a shift from me to us it mm -hmm. becomes us yeah. and it becomes how can i support us and how can i support we and and this um bigger thing even when you're talking about the woo woo the the feelings of of um, lives there before us it's it's an honor to create and and do these pieces together and almost like a celebration and i i feel that i feel that gratefulness of um for this spot of time that we're doing this these yeah. people that we'll never know are being recognized and we are mm. treasuring their lives here um mm. and so then we i found myself stepping into this is not about me it's not about mm -hmm. me how can i support this thing that is happening and evolving in this room or out here on the land and um what what can i contribute now to make this happen mm. as it come to be and this collaboration doesn't feel forced mm -mm. at all in any way mm -hmm. to me. I don't know if anybody. No, me neither. But I did want to say, too, that um, that just ranch lands in itself is really yeah. a very important part of this yes. collaboration. Yes. yes. Um, so there's um, uh, even though they're not creating the sculpture, they fully support it. Mm -hmm. and. Um, just allowing us to play on their playground yeah. has been such a gift. So yeah, right. yeah. 100%. Yep. So taking it back to your solo practice in the studio, Jill, what's changed in the studio for you, if anything? Uh, well, I think it's just more of a, that playfulness that we have when we're out there and, um, that just that whole experience of the whole the business structure of art in in my world with galleries and shows and that sort of thing it just I really got to a point where I was like you know what um this year I'm this old now I'm over the hill <laughs> <laughs> time probably had a little bit part of that um but definitely I the, the shift from creating um, to produce for someone else is second now to just seeing where being playful will take me. Oh, that makes my heart sing. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's wonderful. That, I mean, it just sounds so freeing. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's always that balance, right? Sure. Um, you can't, um, but definitely I've realized how heavy, 
he more heavily I was weighing on the um, the structure of the art business, all of it, you know, mm -hmm. social media shows, whatever, all that part of it is um, important, but um, how maybe it was a little unbalanced for me. And now I want to do a little bit more of being unbalanced on the creative side. <laughs> yeah, 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 because it is an interesting thing because to be we're all solo business people essentially we don't have a corporation behind us for anything that we do and so you do have to oh god social media and get the stuff to the galleries and shift stuff around it and it kind of sucks that i would think that i mean the creative juice is out of you at times i do want to say too that because of our experience together last summer um, for the first time after that, the end of 2022, I painted um, three paintings just for me. Wow. And they had been things that I had been wanting to paint for a decade or more. And finally, I'm like, you know what? Now's the time. Mm -hmm. So, and I, that happened because of this. Yeah. I don't, I would have been stuck in my old pattern of putting that aside because it's not a priority, you know, this deadline's a priority. And now I'm putting, um, seeing this, where this creative, thing goes is my priority nice when you paint for yourself like that and uh, you know and and sculpt things for yourself um does that i mean i would think that maybe could be a little scary or but is it in has it caused breakthroughs in your work moving <laughs> forward <laughs> i know i hope so but yeah i think it's still too early to yeah. And it's in my heart, I feel, the breakthrough, but I don't know if it's necessarily showing through my work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephanie, how about you? I'm feeling similar. I, I, you know, you could feel the energy of it all building um, and the freedom, instead of it being something we're talking about, we're doing it again. Thank you, Sophie, for, hey, let's, when, when, when can we? Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I love it. You've, you've given us permission in a way um, that's something that I keep thinking of, giving us permission to do something outside of, we, we want to feel like we're free and open all the time, but I think we've all kind of expressed, uh, I said before, boxes mm -hmm. that we find ourselves in. Mm -hmm. And um, that being said, my work, what's going on with that? Um, I, this has been building, and, I, and um, the experience at Ranch Lands and, and this collaboration just builds on um, more expressive uh, brushwork, more textural exploration. I've always wanted to do that, but I'm doing it more. Mm -hmm. And when I'm doing it, I'm feeling more um, more playfulness. These words are just going to keep ringing yeah, through over right. and over again. But I was in a big deadline at one point, and normally I would find myself hitting these walls, I will admit, and having these moments of, I don't know how this is going to come together, and this panic. I didn't have that happen in this last wave. It was just this calm of taking a break, sitting back, and then just knowing, just knowing it was all gonna work out. And I think that with our group of just, well, I don't know, but we've got a tremendous number of solutions because we're just constantly creating. I don't know, just, I don't know, it will come. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened. And then I'd find myself in little pockets of the painting feeling joy 
even though it was tense, oh my God, I get this, I don't know if it's gonna work, but I right next to it, I felt joy of, oh my God, so this is what happens when you do, like I have specifics, I won't go into the nerdy part of it, but <laughs> oh my God, so that's how that whole concept works. I've done it once or twice, but now this is years, years later, and holy cow, and it was a blast to allow myself to really dive into it. So wow. that's been nice. Amy, how about you? What's happened in the solo practice? Things are a work in progress right now and still percolating, I think, just um, from the experience of this collaboration and moving to the San Luis Valley. So um, connection to place, both, again, both with Ranchlands, with Zapata Ranch, um, and I'm not sure. I feel um, I'm on a pivot point, and I'm not clear. Really? So, yeah. So things are unfolding. I think um, being resourceful to what is there in the valley for me is going to come into my work. Um, I'm trained as a mixed-media sculptor, and I think um, that might come back to the forefront in some of my pieces even more. Um, I want to explore the clay, the natural clays, the wild clays there in the valley. So I think there is, with this collaboration, connection to place. Mm. I'm feeling, and with this recent move, um, I'm not clear. So there's some play, but I'm not I'm not clear where my journey's going right now, which is a little unsettling, but it's also, yeah, I guess. Exciting, trust, though. Trusting, right? The well, process, right? Mm -hmm. I think Always. that's got to be like the, the underpinning of an artist's faith. Yep. Yeah. 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 But it is, like, I think that's so interesting that, you know, of course, you've moved to this beautiful, spacious place, and it's just gorgeous all the time there. Um, and so instead of saying, how do I bring my things into this space? How do I bring the space into, into my mm -hmm. studio? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Sophie, how has this affected your practice? Um, well, I think you, you said it. About trust, trust in the process. Um, when we put, with a, I trust these three ladies, <laughs> and uh, which has been something, you know, for somebody who has a solitary business. I mean, we all do. We're all alone in our studios, and and uh, we've all, you know, built over years and building this thing. Um, but I, I, I think, I think trusting in the process was something we all sort of took a deep breath and jumped in with. And uh, we, have, I think, were rewarded, you know, for it. Um, the subject matter 
for me. I mean, I, I've, I've gotten into, um, I've been doing, I've been doing, I've start, just started a painting of like doors and windows, not from the moonshine, but from the south camp. Of, you know, buildings that have been there, been um, vacated for so long that you look through the open door and and you look out the broken window the other side and the bits in the roof that have gone and um, they speak to me and you know um, that's all come from being down there and being excited by the architecture and the sense of place and time mm -hmm. And um, personally, those buildings, you know, they, they, they say that if, if, if you dream about a house, the house is representative of your life. <laughs> so, oh, no. Painting, I'm painting. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but um, it's, it's incredibly valuable as somebody who worked alone for ever um, to have pe people in one's life who you trust and um, know are doing the same thing and dealing with the same problems and or even if you know even different pro different problems but you know just trying to, to do life yeah. Best way possible. So, it wouldn't be dinner with artists without dinner, and so we've been eating dinner. And I so in the in the future, what I'm really hoping to do is pair a chef with an artist at times when it doesn't have sort of like you know ekphrastic poetry is the discipline of a poet creating a work uh, based on a painting or a sculpture or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, kind of that way, have a chef respond to an artist's work. But tonight, because this is our first night, <laughs> we did it potluck style. So I asked you each to bring something that meant something or there was some, it, maybe there's nothing, but, but anyway, what, tell me what you brought. And you brought a cauliflower, Sophie. Oh, a cauliflower cake that my sister-in-law brought to uh, a, a family moot. We have these occasional gatherings. They see family on Zoom forever. And uh, she bought this cauliflower cake, which is actually Otter, Otter Nenghi's mm. cauliflower cake. It's so good, and it's such a brilliant potluck thing. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been <laughs> oh my god jill what did you bring well i did kind of slough off a little bit i had planned to bring kolachkis which is a czechoslovakian cookie it's um just like my grandmother's recipe actually i merged both my grandmothers into my own recipe um but um I just felt like I ran out of time. So I did the next best thing, which was go to um, a European bakery. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, what do you got? Oh, I wish I could say this was a 
you know, a great family recipe from a long time, but, but it is a great recipe. And it's um, a black bean corn. I think it's called a salsa, but it's really like a salad, and I just love it. And um, it's been a mainstay in my life yeah. for a <laughs> chunk of time, and it did come into my life from probably my mother-in-law. Um, but it's a pleaser. It works. <laughs> and today was hot. Yeah. So this was like summer. It's time for summer. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, what do you got? Okay. So I brought a fruit salad, fruit salad for the heat. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking when I brought it, my dad, that would be one of the things that he would put together for Easter brunch. Mm-hmm. It's always good fruit Aww. salad. So there's a connection there. And the bowl is from my mom's house because I stay with my mom when I'm in Denver. Aww. So that's from her house. Mm-hmm. And then... I brought some Big Newton cookies because, (laughs) because, so um, I have two great-grandfathers on my mom's side, so one was a sculptor, but my other great-grandfather on my mom's side um, owned the Kennedy Biscuit Company in Cambridge, Massachusetts. The Kennedy Biscuit Company created the first Big Newton. And named after Newton, Massachusetts. It was then sold, the company was sold to the New York Biscuit Company, and then the National Biscuit Company took over, and then Nabisco. So, wow! There you go. I don't think they're as good as probably what the Kennedy Biscuit Company created way back when, but anyway. So, anyway. Oh my God! So and he had the he had the extruder, so invented the machinery to be able to inject the the biscuit with the fig, cream, you know. And you know what? That's a that's like a trivial pursuit question right there, because people say, "Is it named after Sir Isaac Newton?" No, no, it's not. And Kennedy Biscuit Company, Kennedy, they named it after a lot of their cookies and biscuits after local <laughs> towns in Massachusetts. So. Nice. Anyway. Is it a cake or is it biscuit? It's a biscuit, is what they say. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. So, anyway, all right. Anyway. So, uh, I am forcing my kale salad with beets on y'all. So but actually, <laughs> just get healthy. Um, but actually, I made my world famous, I just love calling it that, Oatmeal raisin chocolate chip cookies. And uh, so I made them because I started making them like a twist on oatmeal raisin cookies. And I started making them for my kiddos. And they just went off to college. And I really miss them a lot. And it just kind of, I, I would always kind of think, I didn't say it out loud, but when I cook for you especially if i bake for you because i don't love baking if i bake for you it's i love you yeah 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 right Uh yeah (laughs) so i just love y'all you guys are just amazing and a toast to collaboration thank you all here here (laughs) here let's start pouring some more wine thank you all thank you you all thank you thank you Good night. Thank you for joining us on this captivating culinary and artistic journey. 
we extend an exclusive invitation to join us for another unforgettable dinner with artists at our next event. To learn more, visit our website, theartsoul.com. That's T-H-E-A-R-T-S-O-L.com. Stay tuned because there's always a seat waiting for you to savor the engaging conversations, indulge in delectable dishes, and experience the unique magic that unfolds when art and dining intertwine. Editing done by Doug Brown and special thanks to Todd Pearson with Tenet Podcast for his sound expertise. Music by Addie Goldstein.